Hey everyone, this is Cameron Williams with Glendale Post Sermon, or GPS. We like to know where we are spiritually, mentally, and as a body of Christ. And I'm here with Lars Coburn, What's our up? family pastor. Uh, he's been with us for how many years has it been now? Yeah, three, three full years, and we're into the fourth year, so looking, nice. looking forward to the next six, seven, who knows? Yeah, yeah, awesome. All right, let's start navigating. All set, let's go. So, um, uh, in, in your sermon last week, uh, you filled in for Brian, our, our usual pastor, um, and it was, it was quite inspiring about uh, the margin of relationship and really trying to find a place where, where re- relationship is created. Um, could, you, could you go into a little deeper, what, what does it mean to create a margin for relationship to form? Sure. So one of the things that we're really trying to think about with a home in L.A. and this kind of family atmosphere is that uh, we need relationships that are deeper than just, you know, conversations around how the weather is or uh, what I did this week, that it's actually conversations that matter. And that requires time. Like we have to actually sit down and talk about things that matter to us. Um, And I realized that um, a lot of those relationships take so much time that I, I just don't want to put the energy out for it, right? Yeah. Uh, so TV uh, becomes a, a thing that I want to do when I'm tired and I veg out and I want to you know, Netflix and chill mm-hmm. or whatever. And I have to not in order to go have yeah. a beer with a friend or um, have someone over to play board games or sit down for a podcast. Um, these things require extra time, extra prep, or even just extra... Uh, space in my in my mind yeah uh, rather than watching tv or playing video games or um, you know even golfing for me is a fun thing that I like to do on my own but if I was to go and play golf with somebody else I'd have to actually schedule it and know when their free time is and match their free time up with my free time and it means that I need more free time than I'm actually spending with the people that I want to have that relationship with so I actually yeah. have to let go of some of those hobbies or some of that time on the TV or some of those other things um, in order to be available when they're free for yeah. that beer or for that coffee or for uh, that game of golf. Um, I think we get really used to kind of looking. You know, we, we're on our phones or we're, you mm-hmm. know, and we see people are, are doing stuff and they're doing okay. And it's like, oh, yeah, like, they don't really, like, need me to be there for them. Um, and, but, you know, it comes out of like, we, we feel like we have to hang out for necessity or we have to hang out for like, you know, when we're, when there's a problem or a need, it's like, but we're, you know, we're distracted from, we just used to hang out all the time just because we, we weren't seeing each other and we weren't doing anything and you wouldn't know what someone was up to unless you really had a conversation with them and, and discussed it. And I think we can sometimes get sidetracked and distracted because of how much we know nowadays. Um, sure. So like FOMO yeah. is the real thing, right? We, yeah. <laughs> we are so afraid of missing out on the next movie or the next Netflix binge worthy show or the uh, n- new game that came out on Switch or whatever it is that I don't want to miss out on that. So I'm going to be watching all the updates on social media and then I blip and there's three hours <laughs> yeah. went by, you know. And I might have lived vicariously through what my friends are doing, going on their hikes or something, but I didn't actually get out there and do it. 
with them. Um, yeah, it's even become like it's hard to reach out now. It's like we've gotten so used to just kind of like, like you said, vegging out in front of the switch or, or just kind of like binge watching Netflix that that it's like, you know, we're like, oh, but we don't know like how to reach out anymore. Sure, sure. And and obviously the easy thing would be to say like I'm I'm an extrovert, so I like being with people and I'm an introvert and I get energy from being yeah. alone. And And those things are true. So I think it's important that you you know, balance out. But if you're an introvert and you need time alone, then you're going to need to think about how you're using that time mm-hmm. alone yeah. effectively so that you're, you're having to say no to some of the things uh, that you are doing that drain your energy in order to have enough energy to, to be out there with people. Um, and likewise with extroverts, if you're chasing everything and you're rushing to everything, then you're never going to really uh, if you're running from one podcast to the next podcast, mm-hmm. or you're, you're running from one church service to the next, uh, is, church is that activity, what you're doing, Lars? You're running from your own podcast. I should. I should go. <laughs> I should be inspired to record a, an episode of my Value Add Conversations podcast. Now that I'm doing this one, but well, yeah. um, but I'm trying to say no to some of those things, right? Yeah. So that I have more time for a genuine and actually good relational uh, connection. Um, I, I read okay. a book called The Art of Neighboring, and it was really a big inspiration for some of the, the comments that I, I gave on, on Sunday um, about eating and drinking with, with our neighbors and stuff. And they, they had some questions about, like, barriers, uh, and they call them the myths. Um, there are three kind of key myths. One is that things will settle down someday, right? So someday I'm going to have more uh-huh. time. Right. And someday I'm just not going to have this thing going on or, uh, you know, my daughter's one. So it's like uh, someday Ashlyn's not going to be needing all of my attention all the time. Well, someday mm-hmm. that's a, that's kind of the myth that everything will settle down someday. We're, we're always going to be go, go, go. Um, or, you know, the next myth, more will be enough. Um, so it's like if I just get more money or a bigger house or another car or, you know, whatever. And so if I'm just, if I hit this milestone, you know, for a lot of us, the American dream involves that, like, I'm going to get married someday. I'm going to have kids someday. I'm going to buy a house someday. And we wait to kind of have those real genuine relationships sometimes until we reach those mile markers. And that's a big goal. Like that, like that's everyone's kind of goal in a way is right. to, to have a little more or to have a little. So we, so, we yeah. have to kind of realize that those are myths and mm-hmm. we need to start living now and not be waiting for, for those things to someday come true. And then the third yeah. one is, uh, is I think one that we tell ourselves all the time, like everybody else does it right. Everybody else lives like this mm-hmm. and, uh, everybody else is on a, you know, rush schedule driving to work and then spending half their life in the car. You know, those of us live here in LA, it's like, it's crazy how many hours people spend in their car. Um, so, you know, to say everybody lives like this, uh, that's maybe not true. Everybody doesn't get done yeah. with work, spend mm-hmm. a bunch of time in the car, and then just veg out in front of the TV. I think we need to start imagining a world that's a little bit different. And maybe we're the person who sets the tone for that in our work group or in our uh, neighborhood. You'd be surprised uh, how many people spend time at, at the local coffee shop or some of these spaces. Mm-hmm these common spaces. Um, if you were a regular there, then you might actually get to know them. Like I, I've gotten to know a couple of the baristas at the Starbucks down the street. And it's, it's crazy how, uh, how there is a real little family culture on Wednesdays at three o'clock. Like there's a whole group of us that are there pretty much every week. And, but if I, 
kept up my everybody does it just when you want coffee you go to the coffee shop like i i was terrible i never had a routine or a schedule so they couldn't depend on me showing up at the same time either and uh and so there was no way they were going to talk to me about things that actually matter about their life or engage in in that way um so I think in, in some ways, I think of these things as barriers to overcome. And yeah. technology is the easy one to take shots at. That's why mm-hmm. I, I do that with TV and video games. But there are a lot of other things that are barriers yeah. too, uh, like these, these myths about um, these goals that we might have that someday it'll be different. And so, you know, I think you can even think about barriers with your eating habits. Do you go out to mm-hmm. eat all the time versus cooking at home? Do you uh, cook at home all the time and never go out to eat? You know, uh, simple things like yeah. that um, can be even a, a thing to, to see as a barrier. You know, do you, uh, do you live in an apartment complex? Do you, you know, how, do you know your, your neighbor? Well, maybe one of the barriers is that you wake up late and so you're always in a rush. Um, or you come home and, you know, you rush off to dinner somewhere else. Like, well, what would it look like for you to schedule your waking up and your going to sleep yeah. time yeah. so that you were actually available to meet people? Yeah, um, and, and ask yourself, like, the deeper questions, too. Like, why, why are you going towards the technology? Why, why does Netflix sound so appealing right now? It's like sometimes it might just be that you, you know, really need to catch up on you know, your Fast and Furious collection or whatever. But um, <laughs> but other times I think it's like you really, you're like, I'm bored or there's nothing to do in this moment. It's like, well, why not make the choice to do something else? Why, why not, you know, maybe reach out to a friend, maybe just like a message, like use the technology to, to reach out instead of just like looking. Sure, um, sure. And, and really try to, you know, find some connection with someone. Even if it's, you know, even if, if you're a, uh, a, introvert or if you're you know more introverted uh just like you know reach out to someone message maybe it's someone who you can't see like but but reach out and say you know something nice get a conversation going maybe call them like really really get some time in with people i think is is really the uh um and and i know we can get into the habit of like closing ourselves off um and and how how do you think we can practice being more open in in those moments sure so I mean one of the things that I think is important with this discussion and maybe moving into what you're talking about here um, about being open in the conversation and in the relationship um, is first to just look at your your actual practice so rather than setting these big goals and saying this is what I want to do I want to be involved in my neighborhood or I want to be engaging with my digital neighbors or I want to you know I want to be in relationship that matters the first thing is just identify what you're actually doing already. Like mm-hmm. uh, take a log and look at your calendar. Maybe you, you print out a physical calendar and you say, okay, I'm going to actually mark when I had a coffee with people this month. I'm just going to oh, take yeah. 30 days and I'm just going to say, I'm not going to do anything new. I'm just going to log what I do. So these are the times when I seem to be in relational connection with people. These are the times that I watched four episodes instead of the one that I, that I typically want to watch. Um, these are the times that I seem to, you know, be isolated, or these are the times that I, you know, seem to be more energetic and available, uh, for, for good relationships. So a neighbor journal, if you will. It could be a neighbor journal or yeah, just a, an cool. audit of your time. Nice. Um, this is one of those action steps that, that, that the art of neighboring kind of tries to say is like, look at your calendar and see how, how is your calendar lining up with your priorities? Mm-hmm. So for me, I, I think about my day and my week there every week is different 
in my role. And so I get to meet with people. This week I prepped a sermon. You know, most weeks I'm not prepping a sermon, right? So Which this, was very good, by the way. This week yeah. couldn't be normal in that way because I needed to spend a few hours at least, and, and people expect me to spend a little bit more time than just, you know, showing up on Sunday and speaking uh, mm-hmm. off the cuff. Yeah. Uh, so this week required different of me than other weeks. So, but I need, I still have activities that happen and do those line up with my priorities? So my church family is a priority. So I spent a good chunk of my hours mm-hmm. thinking about the sermon that I was going to be delivering and, and connecting with the individuals in our church community and thinking about how it ties into our goals and priorities. So I could say safely that the hours I spent on my sermon prep identify that church is a priority in my life, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. If church wasn't a priority and I spent all this time on sermon prep, man, that would be, you know, that would tell me something too, right? My parents were here, so I spent a good chunk of time. I went golfing with my dad. Um, You know, we we made dinner together. We we ate, and so they could spend time with Ashland. Um, That was a priority, right? I'm writing a book, so I I spent some time while they watched the baby to to go and and do a bunch of editing on my book that's that's hopefully going to be done here in the next uh, few months. But, you know, that seems to be a priority, so it takes a chunk of my time. But if I don't ever have time for Janelle in there, my wife, then then that would seem to mean that my calendar – didn't live up to the priorities that I had. And so I need to make sure that as I assess this uh, and I reflect on it, it, you know, how is this reflecting my, my priorities? And does it line up with that? Does it reinforce them or does it not? You know? And so for yeah. Janelle and I, we've, we've set a time uh, every Friday morning we have a coffee date together. Most of the time we just make coffee at home and, and oh, have yeah. it on the, the right. porch. Uh, this week we got to go, this last week we got to go to the coffee shop because my parents were here. And oh, so they cool. watched Ashlyn, and yeah. we got to go do it kind of a little bit more couples-oriented, uh, which was fun because with a baby, sometimes you have to stop mid-conversation. Yeah. It means something and actually care for the baby who's screaming or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I, I think sometimes we want relationships to be really organic, and mm-hmm. you were talking about openness in that relationship. A marriage relationship is one that we often define as really, really an intimate one. It's it's mm-hmm. one where you're you're – you are like soulmates with each other. You really care about each other. This is your closest relationship. And yet a lot of times we just think it should happen. Communication should just happen naturally. We should just get each other. And maybe you do the first six months or the first year, but it takes work to really Mm -hmm. have a relationship that's good and one that's open and, and meaningful because a lot of barriers come into that. And so what we've actually found is that marking it on the calendar building in times this may be kind of weird but but even saying the day before like tomorrow we're gonna have sex right so as a married couple we actually set the expectation and we say okay tomorrow is having that tomorrow's the day yeah you want in a marriage usually you kind of think oh it's just going to be natural we're just going to get each other we're just going to know when it's the time when we're going to have this really deep conversation or we're going to really have this great physical interaction Sometimes you just have to put it on the calendar. Today yeah. is the, mm-hmm. this this Friday is going to be the day when we we do this when we talk about this. Money is that way for us a lot of times. Yeah. Where I I have to intentionally say, Janelle, this week, this next week, we're going to talk about budgets because if I bring it up when I'm all energetic about budgets, she might freak out. 
because she's an introvert and her energy level may not be there. But if I set the expectation that at the end of this week, we're going to have this really conversation that requires a lot of margin, then she can, she can set her expectations for that. She can get done with work sooner or she can, you know, make sure the baby is taken care of so that she's present for that really tough or important conversation. And I, and I think that's really important for you to take into consideration too, is that we want it to organically happen, but sometimes I think we need to just schedule it, just put it on the calendar, um, and, and have it happen, you know, uh, plan it. Yeah. And, and that may sound, sound kind of, um, weird, like a salesman is, you know, I'm planning to have this interaction with my neighbor or, you know, I'm, I I know that on Wednesdays, this is the day that I'm going to think about neighboring. Well, you may have to do that because otherwise um, the margin's not going to be there. You're just going to run, you're going to do everything else. You're going to watch TV. Other things are going to rear its ugly head and take that time if you don't schedule it. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's, uh, it definitely, um, and you'd think sometimes like, oh yeah, well I can totally have a conversation with my wife anytime or I can, you know, I can totally like, you know, one night just be like, Hey, (laughs) but, but it's actually the setting the intention and, and really, you know, go going for that and saying, Hey, like, I really need some time with you. And then, uh, and then doing that with like, you know, our family and our neighbors as well. You know, we, um, we get so used to having our family around sometimes when we're younger that we just like when we're away, we're just kind of like, Oh, you don't like need to do all that stuff so much, but it's like, you know, putting in that time to put, get that phone call or, or really reconnect or even with like cousins and, you know, people who you might not talk to too often, but just say like, Hey, you know, like it's been a little while. How have you been? So yeah, sometimes it seems really strange, but you just have to actually get your calendar out or on your phone and type it in and say, I'm going to schedule this important discussion or this relationship or even this person. And I'm just going to actually write it down. And my wife, of course, loves physical calendars. And so we have one in our kitchen nice. and there's stuff written down there. And I think that's really been beneficial for us. Yeah, no, I, I've definitely seen a, my brother has a, a physical calendar, but it's like a, a whiteboard calendar. Mm-hmm. So he can kind of like rub off. It's like perfect. I'm, I'll probably get one of those or something or just maybe use my uh, my app a little more, you know, the, the calendar app. <laughs> yeah, 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 and I think it's helpful for us. The calendar app is a shared calendar, and so there's some accountability. Yeah. So, so who yeah, in your right. life, Cam, do you think you could invite into this kind of idea of, like, maybe I'm going to actually schedule some relational stuff this week? Like, yeah. who, is it somebody in your family or, or somebody that you might start a conversation about, like, hey, I'm going to schedule – some of these key relationships. Maybe they're experiments, you know? Yeah, maybe we can get together this week and talk about it. You want to do it with me? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, I'd love to do that. Uh, I oh, mean, and uh, and what's your handle? Um, yeah, so for... I I love being on the podcast today. Thanks for inviting me yeah, uh, no to problem, do that. Man. You can Thank find you me on us. Instagram um, at Lars Coburn, uh, so L-A-R-S-C-O-B-U-R-N. So. All right, cool. And uh, thank you for joining us today uh, on Glendale Post Sermon, our podcast and Instagram handle is at Glendale Post Sermon, and you can connect with Glendale Church at Glendale Church on Instagram and Facebook, uh, and you can find me on Insta at Cam the Voice. Glendale Church of Christ's uh, website is um, www.glendale.church, where you can get more info about us, including location, hours, or if you just want to connect with someone. Our services are every Sunday at 10:30 a.m. in sunny Southern California. Thanks again for listening to Glendale Post Sermon.